Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Okay, just have to say, dolls, they can be, like, really, really creepy. Like, really creepy. But we just found this guy. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, hold on. I'm shouting him out. He's so cool. His YouTube page is Pigeon Doll, but it's P-I-D as in dog, G as in girl, I-N as in Nancy, doll. Pigeon Doll. And he has like 702,000 subscribers, but he makes these doll faces, or uh, I guess they're not doll faces, they're masks, huh? Anyways, it's like mesmerizing to look at. And I know kids love YouTube and YouTube is very scary for parents because we don't want you to get into stuff that's inappropriate, huh? It's scary for parents. We don't like that. We want you guys to be safe. But this is a really cool page if, if you love YouTube and you're like, please, mom, please. And your mom's like... Fine. Or your dad. Or your dad, yeah. Duh. I just say mom because like, hello, I'm Jenna the mom. I'm the mom. I'm going to start calling me, calling myself mom instead of mom. Like we live in Europe. Mom. Um, your mummy wants you, wants to know if you're ready to go to school today. Like I'll say mummy in an accent, but like everything else. I'll be like, good morning, babe. Your mummy is waking you up. Oh, I love you so much. Love, mummy. <laughs> Would that be weird? Would that be so embarrassing yeah. if you're at school playing in the leaves today? And when I picked you up, I was like, Peyton, dear, your mummy's here. <laughs> Would you die? You'd be like, oh, my, stop. Right? No, that's Molly. <laughs> that's true. You, you would just be like this. Oh, my God. And get in the car and be like, mom. Huh. Yeah, that's probably it. And then I would be like, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Peyton, you're the coolest kid. Peyton's teacher was actually, uh, you know what's so funny? I, okay, I'm going to, I know we have to start reading, but I'll just say, I think that teachers say really nice things about your kids because they're supposed to, right? Like when, when a teacher gives you a compliment about your child, you're like, oh, thank you. But I never really take it to heart because I always think that teachers are just supposed to say nice things. But I think your teacher actually really, really does think that you're wonderful. She loves you. She Okay, so remember how, you know, a couple episodes back, like a couple weeks ago, we were talking about how Peyton won an award and only five kids in, in her class got an award or five kids in the third grade? Oh, five kids in each class. In each class. And what was your award? Remind me. Um, sweetest soul to friends and animals. Yes. And I just, it's so true. You're just so sweet. And it's cool because like some kids are different when they're with their parents than they are with other people. But Peyton, you're the same person with like everybody. Is that Besides weird? Besides if a kid is like... Okay, that's true. You're actually... T- like you're not sensitive with other kids. Yeah. But honestly, I'm so glad because if I get frustrated with you and I have like a moment where I, I lose... Not lose my temper, but I'm like, Peyton! And she instantly starts crying. She, do you get like instantly a lump in your throat and you're like, I can't. I have to go hide in my room because I'm... Oh, Maximus. But with kids... You're not like that, huh? Mm-mm. Yeah. You're tough. Mamma jamma. Okay. Max has announced his um, 
Bing, he has barked if you heard him. He's our puppy. He's five months old. And he's huge. He's as big as our master. Five minutes old. Five months. <laughs> he's like maybe one inch shorter than Hank, our mastiff. Wait, rewind that because I want to see if you said minutes or months. I, you know what? I will. You can listen to it when we're done. Okay? All right. Judy Moody and the Not Bummer Summer. You know what? I think I feel like I've been saying the Not So Bummer Summer. That's, that would have been better if it said Not So Bummer Summer. That's okay. All right. Let her, let her write her own book. Right? I'm like a backseat driver of books. Okay. I'm on chapter... Let me check. Gosh, I, it drives me crazy that they don't mark them. Okay, three. Chapter three. Bordio. Bored EO. Because you know how our friend's going to Borneo? Okay. A week later, even though Judy had promised herself she was never going to talk to Rocky again, she walked across the street with her bike to say goodbye. Rocky's mom and dad, aunts and uncles, and tons of cousins were giving him a send-off party with a big goodbye cake and lots of singing for his jolly, for he's a jolly good fellow. That's kind of weird. Actually, maybe it's not weird. Maybe that's how families usually are, and our family's just not like that. Wouldn't that be weird if, like, everybody's family was like that? And we're like, you're weird and nice to each other, but it's just our family that's not nice to each other? No, I think it's theirs. I don't I think know. it's a book. Yeah, that's true. Judy helped Rocky lug a big... Oh, because he's going for the whole summer. That's why. The whole summer? Yeah. Oh, my that's God. Oh. Uh, into the back seat of the car, Rocky gave it one final push with his booty. It says butt, but I said booty. So you're not going to do a... You're not going to do circus camp, huh? Uh, sure you don't want to change... Sure you don't want to change your mind? Are you nuts? What if you hate circus camp? Judy asked. What's to hate? Tightrope walking, juggling, sword swallowing, lion taming, elephant poop scooping all day. Elephant poop weighs like 200 pounds. Plus, it smells worse than a corpse flower. Rocky's mom tooted the horn. Time to go, Rock. Bye. Don't forget to write. We'll miss you. Break a leg. Bon viaggio. Called the family. I think it's bon. You know, with French. No, it says bleh. We'll ask Angron how to say it. Judy stepped back. So can you stop putting that freaking thing on me? My <laughs> God. Peyton has this like 20 foot plushie and she keeps like putting it on my arm. <laughs> my God. It's literally, I get claustrophobic and it's way too close to me. It's freaking me out. Judy stepped back and smiled. Her smile started to quiver. Bye. Bye, Rocky said. She trotted alongside the car. Remember, if camp is super boring, you can always come home. Judy hopped on her bike and raced after the car. Don't say I didn't warn you about the poop. Rocky waved from the back seat until the car disappeared. Oh, that's sad. Judy biked straight to Amy Namie's house. When she got upstairs, Amy was jamming the last Nancy Drew book into her zebra-striped backpack. Okay, Peyton, I'm going to ask you one more time. You keep hitting me with that. Not hitting me, but you keep it keeps falling on me, and it's making me claustrophobic, and it's, like, freaking me out. Please get it off. Her zebra-striped backpack. Judy flopped on Amy's bed, blowing a huge bubble, bu- bubblegum bubble. So tell me again where you're going, why you're going to Borneo. You mean Borneo? My mom's going to write an article on this lost tribe called Penan. Penan? They lived in the rainforest. They've lived in the rainforest since forever, but all of their land gets, keeps getting wrecked because log, loggers are cutting down all of the trees. That sounds so 
way unboring. I wish I could help save a lost tribe. Go ask your mom. Maybe you can come too. I will. See ya. Judy called, zooming out the door. Two seconds later, she popped back into Amy's room. Um, but in case she says no, here's something to remember me by. Judy dug around in her pocket and came up with a red rubber band, a lucky stone, and a half grouchy pencil. Here, she said, handing over the pencil. Write me. Sweet, Amy said. Right back. Judy pedaled home as fast as she could, singing, Oh, Borneo, I long eo to visit you, eo. She jumped off of her bike, letting it crash to the ground. Mom, she called, bursting through the door. I have a great idea, Mom. Mom, guess what? I figured out how to save summer. Save summer, Mom said, distracted. I didn't know it was in trouble. Okay, listen to this. Instead of going to Grandma Lou's, boring, let's go to unboring Borneo. Borneo? Judy, that's halfway around the world. So, it's, a, it's got a rainforest and lost tribes that need to get found. Stink came to the kitchen and headed for the fridge. Stink, guess what, yo? We're going to go to Borneo. We need, but we need money, yo. Let's have a yard sale. I'll sell, I'll sell my pizza table collection. You can sell your world's biggest jawbreaker. Standing in his, on his tippy toes, Stink pulled a red, red bag of berries from the freezer. No way, I'm busy. Are these cranberries? Mom nodded. Zo- Stink zoomed out of the room with a bag of cranberries. Judy looked down at her not at her mood ring. Wait, it was N-O-T, not on her finger. Great. Now she'd lost her mood ring too. She, Judy Moody, was in a mood, and she did not need a ring to prove it. A bad mood. The baddest. The next week was boring without her friends, and the week after that, even Frank got to go to Ultimate Adventure Day Camp. All day, Judy, all Judy got to do was camp on her bottom bunk and read the Ultimate Adventures of Nancy Drew. Calm. Oh, good. Then, one day on the 4th of July, to be exact, Mom had some news. Maybe it was super-duper good news. Maybe she, Judy Moody, could declare independence from a boring summer. Judy ran down the steps. Mom put her hand on Judy's shoulder. Honey, I have something to tell you. You have to wait a couple minutes for a change. Judy plopped down at the kitchen table. That was Nana on the phone. She and Gramps are moving to a retirement home. You're crabby. Oh my gosh, no, I'm not. A, a retirement community, remember? But Gramps hurt his back, and so we won't be visiting Grandma Lou. Judy bounced up in her seat. You mean we're going to go visit Nana and Gramps in California? Woohoo! Well, that's almost as good as Borneo. Borneo. Dad stood in the hallway, holding a roller brush in one hand. He had a smudge of green paint on his face. Did you tell her? Mm, Not quite, said Mom, glancing at Judy. Judy looked from one to the other, confused. Listen, Jellybean. Dad said, Dad, sliding next to Ju- Judy. Your mom and I have to fly out to California to help your gra- your grandparents. You and Stink, Judy stared at him, her heart in her throat, are staying here. What? Judy gasped. You're going to leave me to die of starvation and boredom and stinkdom? But the go- good news is Aunt Opal's coming. Mom said cheerily. Who's Opal? Aunt who? My sister, said Dad. You know, Aunt Opal. I met her when I was like a baby. She could be a zombie for all I know. Just then, Stink clomped into the room wearing his old green 
wearing an old green blanket stuck with leaves all over it, with twigs and with cranberries. Do I look like a berry bush? Um, said Dad. You look like a beaver dam, said Judy Moody. Oh, said Moody Judy. I'm trying to to fake out to fake out Bigfoot. Oh, in that case, then definitely, said Dad. Absolutely. Great, said Stink, as he skipped off out of the kitchen. So, Judy said, taking, taking, wait, taking off her fingers, taking off, I don't understand what that means. I'm not going to Borneo, I'm not going to California, and I'm not even going to Grandma Lou's. Mom and Dad nodded. This is the way worse double drat down in the dump summer ever. I would have been like, yes, Hmm. because I get to stay home alone. Oh, you would not make it alone, are you kidding me? You'd be so scared at night. Judy ran up the stairs into her room, slamming the door. She flung herself onto the lower bunk. Roar! Tingalinga ding ding ding. Outside, the the happy tune of the ice cream truck drifted through the window. Oh, tingling ding ding ding. Okay, I guess I could have said it like that. <laughs> no, I can do it. Tingling ding ding. Oh yeah, that totally sounds like the ice cream truck. Stink called upstairs, Judy, it's the ice cream truck. Judy called back, I am not in the mood. And she rolled over and landed on something. Ow! Pulling out the magic eight ball, Judy had a question and shaking it hard. Dear magic eight ball, could this summer be any worse? The window cleared. Can you stop that? My goodness. Without a doubt. I think it's going to be fun. Whatever, I like staying home. I'm a homebody. And we kind of have to because we have animals, huh? What? Stop. Get that out. Really? Peyton keeps putting the ring in her mouth and she's going to choke. Put it, get it out of your mouth. I have it. Oh. This kid's going to make me crazy. 